All right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me, always, is my co-host Sean, the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Nobody gonna break my stride. <laughs> it's totally stuck in my head. Nobody That's gonna hold me <laughs> down. Whoa. Whoa. I got to keep on moving. Sean, we are moving through this episode today. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. So in honor of, we just got a release date for um, WandaVision. How you feeling about the name? Has it has it sunk in on you? Has it grown on you? Uh, I mean, I feel the same about when I first heard it. Which was what? I don't have any strong feelings about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's like, know, whatever. Straight I to the point. I know a lot of people. It's a Loki just called Loki, too. Loki is just called Loki. Just yes. called Loki. What yep. a creative name. Yeah. And then this. And then um, Winter Soldier and the Falcon. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. I had a reverse. But see, WandaVision is different. It's WandaVision. It, well, as if she has some type of vision. Yeah. The Wanda. And they put it together as if it's one word. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's not like Wanda uh, and the Vision. It'll be like one person. Yeah. They didn't go like Wanda and the Vision. It's just WandaVision. Weird or no? I mean, it's a little weird. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's going to make sense, I think, when we see it. Fair enough. Well, it got an official release date. I didn't We've, even know this. Yeah. This is so fitting. We um originally thought it was going to be out this year, but it actually won't be out until January of 2021. I say, if you say 2022, I'm going to be so bummed uh, no. out. <laughs> not 2022. 2021. I, was, I started to say that, but I was like, no, nah, that's not it. Um... Let me hold on. Let me. I don't remember what the exact date was. I think it's January fifteenth. See, fucking Wikipedia still has the wrong date, man. Yeah, it's January fifteenth. January fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. So we thought we were gonna be getting it December of this year, but I guess they pushed it back again to January fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. It looks like, man, they're really pushing these sh- everything Marvel back, which is really disappointing. Like. <laughs> It, it would have been a nice year to have more Marvel stuff to just kind of escape the fucking tragedy that has been this year. You know what I mean? True. But goddamn. Did you know like, what? Hey, we lost start, that too. We're going to start 2021 on the right foot with some WandaVision. There you go, man. And before we do that, we decided to start with um some, uh, some good Wanda Maximoff stories, man. And one of the most iconic stories of the Scarlet Witch in comic books is... House of M, the storyline of House of M. It is a. Let me ask you that. We just we just read it, right? Okay. We both just read it. Do you Correct. still feel like it's a good Scarlet Witch story? Because I gotta say, I feel like she's hardly in it. True. So, I think if you're gonna read House of M, I think you want to read Avengers Disassembled first. Avengers Disassembled is what leads into House of M. So. House of M is another one of the Marvel uh, limited, not limited storylines because it does actually continue out through like the main continuity of Marvel comic books. Uh, but it is a um, 
a series, I guess. It's an event. That's that's what I'm looking for. It's one of the crossover like events. Civil War and like Correct. Civil Wars. And yeah. So every year Marvel does this thing where they have like a big crossover event where like everybody kind of comes together. You see almost everybody from the Marvel Universe in one comic book. And it's usually quite the spectacle. I really enjoy reading the event crossover comic books because it's cool to just see like different team ups and like everybody together. It's it was like it's like the end game of comic books. You know what I mean? Like to see everybody the infinity war and the end game of comic That's books. That. Just like kinda, more like the infinity, the infinity war. war, you're right. To just kind of see everybody come together when we've seen them in their own stories and now it's like everybody thrown into one story together. So House of M was their event for two thousand and eight, I believe. Sure. You're probably just like, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 2008. Uh, keep talking while I test my knowledge. I almost feel like it was earlier. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's before 2008 because the ads in there felt like they were earlier than earlier I feel like 2008. It like, I think it was like 2004. It was either two. It might be 2005 or 2008. So let's see. House. You know, uh, that feel in 2004? <laughs> no, nah, I don't think it's I don't think it's 2004. I don't think it was that far. Oh, you just went ah, one year up. Two, it's 2005. <laughs> Alright. 2005. So 2005. Ah, yeah, because 2000, I think Civil War was 2008. I was in junior high. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff, man. So 2005. It's a long time ago, man. It was a long time ago. That was 15, 15 years, years ago. ago. Yep. 15 years ago that story came out. That it was comic like just book yesterday. hit shells. <laughs> I know, right? 15 years it. ago, I was fucking... I'm pretty sure 15 years ago, I didn't know about House of M. No, I didn't know anything about comic books 15 years ago. I'm trying to think. I think I was watching Smallville. I mean, I'm sure I was watching, like, the Justice League cartoons and stuff on TV. X-Men, Evolution, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's around that time. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but it? anyway, I don't know. I, I think it might be a little... It might not have been the original release, but I'm sure it was at least the reruns were on TV. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? True. They were there. They were there, Sean. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry <laughs> your pretty little head. They were there. Um, Man, I forgot to label who's who, so I don't know who. I, am I the one talking right now? Yeah, You're that's in the me. bottom, then I'm in the top. All right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> nobody's going to know what we're talking about. That's okay. I mean, I feel like we were going to piece that together. Probably. We're just, we're monitoring our fucking volume, volume levels on the screen that is in front of us. I normally label who's who, but I forgot to do it. So it's just audio one and audio two right now and the software. So we had to figure out who was talking and who wasn't. <laughs> Full explanation. There we go. <laughs> All right. So in, in, uh, in the, 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 Magic of explanations. You want to explain this comic book? Uh, I, mean, I was gonna let you do it. What do you mean you're gonna let me do it? No, I feel like it'd be more entertaining if you do it. I apparently, it, you don't remember. I don't remember. It, and it. we just read. It. I was just talking we about. Just I just need to make a day for it to marinate. I mean, like less than an hour ago, you finished this comic book. Wait, it feels like a lifetime ago. It was. So much has happened. Just less than an hour. I've grown. <laughs> it's gray in my hair now. <laughs> Uh, I don't even remember. You want to start with an explanation you know what, or you want to start with the overall thoughts of it? Let's do an explanation and thoughts. All right. I mean, going into it, I realized that I needed to re-disassemble because I was, I was doing a little bit of guesswork, right? Yeah. But it, uh, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm going to do a very basic run through. I don't think we need to really 
break it all down. Um, but from Disassembled, there seems like there's some things going on with Wanda, and she's, you know, uh, losing control of her powers, right? And we got Charles Xavier, he's trying to, like, do his, like, mutantly duty that he does, trying to, like, help mutants out that are losing control, but he's realizing that he's not going to be able to do it. And even uh, Magneto seems like he's he's lost hope in this situation. He's talking about how, you know, he put his kids basically through hell. Uh, and it would have been worth it if he had kind of won his war, but he, he hasn't won it. And he's feeling really bad. And, you know, what what ends up happening is, is Charles Xavier gets the Avengers and he gets the X-Men together at the new Avengers Tower to discuss what to do about Wanda. And... Uh, there's a clear divide in the room, right? There's people there, killer. Right. I was like, Jesus, man. Right. Down. So that's the option that's presented. Like, right. what do we need to do about Wanda Maximoff? The option is killer. That's right. that's like it's the only solution, the solution up with. that Charles Xavier has come to. He's just like, there's nothing more I can do. Like, he he literally tells Scott Summers, like Cyclops, he's just like, I don't know what else to do other than killer, and it's our responsibility as mutants to take care of mutant threats and she's a threat to all of humanity in general so you know Charles X is always a little bit of a dick you think so? I think he is yeah? Yep. interesting bit oh. of an asshole I always felt like he was a pretty wholesome guy I think you're supposed to feel that way but when you break down the shit that he does he's a bit of a dick I feel that way about Cyclops he's, oh, he's a also dick. a bit of a dick yeah nah he's definitely one anyways so they decide they're going to talk to her and see how she feels, right? Should I say this in order of it happening or in yeah, order let, of I mean, we receive the information? We can Let's break down the comic book in the flow that we read it. Okay. So we see, uh, you know, Quicksilver talking to his dad and being like, they're going to kill her. We got to stop it. We can't so right now her. and then right, Scarlet Witch currently is isolated. Yes. In Genosha. Uh, Genosha, which used to be like a place where they sent mutants, but it's not anymore. She's alone there just with right. Quicksilver, it's her some brother. some other story, Genosha got like destroyed a bit. You it was in that. the previous one, I think. Is it? In yeah, I think it's in the Disassembled. Disassembled? Yeah. Seems like that should be in a Strictly X-Men story. Yeah. So in Disassembled, she snaps and she kills... Ant-Man, she literally snaps, or Hawkeye, she like goes crazy. not like mentally snaps, like so she not a crazy. Thanos snap. No, 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 not a Thanos snap. She kills Ant-Man, Hawkeye, and Vision, which is I her mean, husband. can you really kill a computer? Yes, yes, you can. No, you can destroy it. You can destroy it, but are you killing it? If you trash your car, mm. do you say you killed your car? I mean, if you have a, a deep That's connection it. to that car, yeah. If an elevator can lift Thor's Look, car. Look, right? <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare go there. I'm just saying. Elevator still is going to go up. Yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's a machine. It doesn't count. It's a great scene in that movie. It definitely is. Look, for all, there, his, like, for all his flaws, man, it's, there's some good scenes in Avengers 2. Yeah. Vision lifting the hammer was pretty fucking solid. I, was, I did not see that coming. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't think they were going to go that route. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I really thought Captain America was going to be the first one in these movies to lift Thor's hammer other than Thor. So when Vision does it, I'm just like, dude, I love it. 
never happened in the comic books. They just took the liberty. They're just like, we're just gonna make it happen. We gotta show Have how we ever powerful seen Vision he is. Try, though? No, I don't think he technically See? has. Elevator theory. Yeah, maybe he could. Maybe he could lift this hammer in the comic books. That's a different story. The question is, can he lift the hammer and then also possess the power of Thor? Mm, Good question. Good question. Because, I mean, technically, according to the the spell, the incantation that's on the hammer is that whoever can wield it can also possess the power of Thor. So if he wanted to, I guess he could summon the power of Thor. The elevator theory, though. I don't think that applies there. I think it applies. So, so what you're saying is that because if he puts his hammer in an elevator and, and the, the elevator, elevator still, still goes, goes up, up, that means a machine cannot possess yes, the power he's of a machine. a machine. But he's a sentient can machine. Though. lift the hammer. He's a but that sen- does not necessarily mean that it can possess the power of Thor. He's a machine with a consciousness, though. Right? He's sentient. You keep saying sentient all you want. He's still a machine. <laughs> but it's, he's it's, not a living it's thing. Not, it's not the same as like, he is half a living thing. He's not half a living thing. He's he b- he's like a cyborg. Machine. He's not like cyborg. He doesn't have anything is. organic. He does. He's he's a bio. What's the word? Is it bio-organic? No, it's not bio-organic. Those are the same yeah, thing. Because he's not Bio-mechanical thing. Listen. It's definitely not the same as Cyborg. We went on a... Look, man. Let's <laughs> turn back. Let's make the left turn here and go back to where we I were. I mean, maybe Brainiac 10 would be the same. That's probably the closest comparison. So then the question is, can okay. Brainiac... What would you say? <laughs> you say he possessed the power of Thor, would you not? I think he could lift a hammer but not possess the power of Thor. So he can smack people across the face with the hammer, but he can't but summon the lightning. just like getting hit. With a big ass hammer. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right? Which would hurt. It would cause some damage for sure. I don't That's disagree a big with hammer. that. That's a big ass metal hammer. It would hurt. <laughs> but he ain't getting that extra oomph that comes with the, the power of Thor. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> Whatever you say. You know what I love about these episodes? We never know where they're going to go. <laughs> no, that's true. That's very true. Alright. So, Anyways, where are we? We're, uh, we're in Genosha, right? Yeah, so Wanda killed those three, not in this story, but in Avengers Disassembled. Which again I recommend you. Kill those two. <laughs> Whatever. I recommend you read that first, <laughs> then read this so you know what's going on. But that's what happened. That's why she's like isolated and people are saying like she's really losing her mind now and uh they're thinking they should just murder her. Right. But they're not. The plan is they're going to Genosha to talk, though. They're not going necessarily right then and there to kill her. Mm. I mean, they're probably gonna kill her. But yeah. they said they're gonna go to talk to her. Uh, they get there, right? Big flash. Uh, well, they're not. For one, they can't find her, and they can't find Charles Xavier. Right. Or Magneto, for that matter. So they go and. Uh, and Charles went. He was there when they landed. And then he disappeared. You're right. I'm telling this wrong. Thank you for mm-hmm. checking me here. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles Xavier disappears. Which, can you imagine how terrifying that would be? Yeah. The the one guy that can't walk is all of a sudden just <laughs> vanished? <laughs> Where did he wheel off to? Yeah. Like, we would have saw him. It, at the minimum, we would have heard him wheel away. It's not like they're completely silent. So where the fuck did this guy go? Yep. All these mutants that got 
fucking super smell and hearing and can fucking jump through space-time continuums and nobody saw this man wheel off? It's insane. Anyways, so uh, Emma, Emma Frost, right? Yes. She uh, is using her psychic abilities and she's tracking down uh, Scarlet Witch, which um, Doctor Strange thinks is weird because he's not picking up any magic vibes. Right. Awesome. Boom. Flash of light. And that comic book ends. The next panel starts. And I don't remember which character we see first. So I'm going to tell you in one second. But I do want to point out one moment. And we should, I think we should hit on like some of the cooler moments we think. Some of the moments we think are cooler in the comic book. But there is this one moment. So they're trying to find her. And Emma Frost feels like she might have found her. And again, like you said, Doctor Strange is like, well, I don't feel anything, but I'm going to go along with this anyway. And Spider, and they, they get up to like this giant door. About now. Yeah. And Spider-Man's like, look, guys, I don't think anything's here because I have this spider thing. And then he like stops and he's like, uh oh, and his spider sense goes off and then boom, flash a light. And I just think it's cool that like, I think it's cool that they constantly show like actually how powerful spider-man is because i know for like personally i have a tendency to underestimate exactly how strong he is you know what i mean like i just look at him as like you you shoot webs you're super strong i get it you know what i mean you're pretty agile but like he's 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 a really strong character yeah he's he's up there man and he has a really i think he has a really good standout role in this comic book so i just wanted to hit on that point uh, so the first person we see after the flashlight is Wolverine. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's not. It is Wolverine. It's definitely not Wolverine. We see almost every character You're first. Right. You're we right. See Wolverine it's not. Last. It's not Wolverine. We do see Wolverine. So we last. see That's the first one I remember. I, I can't do the order though. So we see nah, Captain fine. America, but he's like a hundred. Right. We see um, Emma Frost and Scott Summers. The Mary. They're married. We see uh, Spider-Man. Um, married to... I don't think we see her married. No, yet. he is. He's married to Gwen. Well, we don't see him we married see at first. Yet. We see him with his kid. We see him with this kid. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? We see... We see a lot of people. We see... Um, see Captain Storm. Marvel. Yeah, Storm. Who is she, the princess of Kenya. I think she's queen now. Queen. Yeah. And Janet, who's like her secretary, Janet Van Dyne. Right. See Hank Pym and um, Beast. Yep. Hank McCoy. They're mm-hmm. doing some sciencey things. Yep. As usual. They talk about Tony Stark, but we didn't see Tony Stark yet. Basically, we see a bunch of characters not where they should be. Yeah. Just in all types of weird new realities. <laughs> yes. And then we see Wolverine. And he wakes up. Next and he's to Mystique, like, who is uh, a redheaded character. I don't know if it was supposed to be Jean Grey. I couldn't tell either. Yeah, they didn't make that clear. But yeah, he wakes up and he's just like in shock. It, it's a real uh, Days of Future Past kind of moment. If you've seen that X Men movie, it is where he just wakes up and he's like, "What the fuck is where going am on? I? Yeah, who is this girl? I don't know who this is. I don't know what's going on." Claws come out. He's ready to murder somebody, as you know, typical Wolverine fashion. And, um, yeah, we're in it. And it turns out that he is one of two people 
who remember what the world was like before whatever this event was that happened happened because the world is completely different now than it was like a minute ago right um and the explanation i to me makes sense because he's just like man i've had my because you know wolverine is because of his healing factor he's able he's been able to live a very long time and because of all the experiments that have been run on him and all these other things, he's had his memory wiped, like, multiple times. Which is a cool moment is he gets all his memories and he sees, like, him fighting next to Captain America, like, before Captain America was frozen. Yeah. So that was a little cool little thing to throw in there. Yeah, so, and he's just kind of like, look, man, I've been through this enough that, like, I kind of know when it's happening. And I know that somebody tried to wipe my memory and, sh- like, proved to me that something was what it wasn't and yeah I, I i know this isn't right i still don't understand why why it didn't work on him i just explained it that doesn't make sense though how does it not make sense my mind's so messed up already that you can't mess it up anymore yeah basically i don't think it's that i think it's the idea that if you've had something done to you enough you grow to recognize the sensation of that being done to you again. So he's had his memory clean so many times that he immediately recognizes, like, I feel that same sensation I felt before of having my memory wiped, and I know something is wrong. So he starts to piece together what's happened. Or at least not what happened. He just, like, immediately knew. He immediately knew something was wrong. Right, but then he immediately remembered everything. I'm saying to me it didn't make sense. I mean, that's fair. I could see it. Like, I almost rather have gone like a, like his brain healed itself route than my brain just been messed up so many times that this time Mm -hmm. didn't stick. I mean, that would have worked too. I think that would have worked. And maybe that was implied. I don't know. Anyway, so we see him, and it turns out that he is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's got his team. His team's got Mystique in it. It's got Rogue in it. It's got a uh, Toad. Mm-hmm. It's got a uh, who else? Which I thought was a weird choice. Yeah, I agree. It's like Toad, really. Um, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. And some uh, character named Jan. Drew. Drew. Maybe it was Jessica Drew. I think it was. That's what it is. I don't know who that is. Spider Woman. Ah. I was like, who is this talking? Mm-hmm. It's not Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he's Wolverine Rise, something's wrong. He's like, uh, the only person that could give, that could kind of like have a powerful mind like this is Charles Xavier. So now he's on a quest to find Charles Xavier. Just jumps off the Hello character and lands in a building. It's hilarious. Yeah. He didn't even jump gracefully. He just like no, jumped he just, to like, land like, on jump. his back. He was just too. like, fuck it. Like, how do you get to a point? Like, I get it. You have a healing factor, but he still feels the pain. Yep. How do you get to a point where you're just like, ah, whatever. I'll be over it in, like, a few seconds. I'll just jump off this building fucking not even looking. No? How do you get to that point? No idea. Crazy. All right. I'm tagging you in. What happens next? <laughs> do you not remember? I don't remember what happens exactly next. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing things. Nah, you're pretty, you're pretty solid. He's about so to far. go to... 
Yeah, so he, he goes to try to find the Professor Xavier, and the first thing he does is he goes to the familiar places, right? He goes to Charles Xavier home, and he's not there. Um, So that doesn't work. So then he just tries to, like, use the phone book and, like, try to find – he calls the operator, like, the old landline operator where you press zero and you're like, I'm looking for this person's number in this city, and he can't find them. So it's like he goes to the next best thing, which is – uh. Emma Frost. He finds where she is, goes to find her, and um No, I take it back. That's not what happened. It's not what happened. It's not what happened. What happened was Luke Cage finds him, snatches right. him up. Shield catches up to him again. Right. He's gotta escape. He like throws Nightcrawler by the tail. Which was funny. Yep. How he uh he had stolen a motorcycle earlier by punching a dude in the face and just taking it. A little yeah. bit of a dick move, but a little I bit of a dick ring. move. Uh, rides away on his motorcycle, and then Luke Cage and his team apprehend him. Correct. And we find out earlier <clears throat> that Luke Cage is like an underground kind of kingpin kind of guy, and Falcon He's fighting for the humans. Right. Falcon Sam Wilson is like a detective. Right. So I thought it was cool. Now, if we haven't made it clear at this point, this new reality basically put mutants on top. So there's a bunch of newspaper articles that we see kind of talking about it. But the House of M is Magneto and his family. The House of Magnus. And they're almost like almost like royalty. They are royalty. They're basically like, yeah, they're like the ruler. The rulers of... It wasn't clear if it was the country. I don't think it was the world. I think it was just the country, probably, of America. Right. Um, because we still have other rulers like T'Challa is still ruler of Wakanda as we mentioned Storm is queen of Kenya uh, Doctor Doom is still king of Latveria so it's, it's they're Neymar still there is still king of Atlantis, Atlantis. Yeah, who so is also the first mutant which I yeah. didn't realize that Neymar wasn't even a mutant are you serious? I thought he was just wait Atlantis. a second this is the comic book that made you now know that Neymar was a mutant. I just thought you would have known that. I thought he was just Atlantean. No. What's everybody There's else? There's no such thing. I don't know, but he's a mutant. Doesn't make any sense. I've never read a Neymar story. Didn't so he I'm, exist? I mean, I guess that's fine, but he existed before the mutant stories. Because he was the first mutant. But what are the other Atlanteans? I don't know. I thought he was just like. I don't know that because I've never read a Neymar story, but I did know that he was the first mutant. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. That's I don't think crazy. I like it. No? Why not? Because of all the other Atlanteans. Neymar was not only the first mutant, he was like one of the first Marvel characters. Oh, I know that. Period. Yeah. But I basically just thought he was Aquaman, right? We don't have questions about why Aquaman has powers. He's Atlantean. Nope, it's because he's a mutant. Right. He's Atlantean because he's a mutant. He's like, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right. I don't know if I they have like the same research. level of Atlantis in Marvel as they do in DC. You think it's just him? He's just a ruler of a city of no people? No, no, no. There's people. I just don't know how they came to be Atlantean. I don't know if they're just all mutants or... Was there really like Maybe a he just sank a city of humans in it and just made a bubble? Maybe. 
Or maybe he realizes I have abilities. Not in the next episode, but in some episode, sometime, I'll get some clarity on Namor. Maybe, maybe just because of his mutant powers, he was just best suited to rule Atlantis. Super right. strong, swim really fast, breathe underwater. But we see he was. has so little we, wings on his ankles like so he can fly. Kate Pride is uh, a teacher, and she's teaching about the first mutant. Right. That's how we she didn't want anybody to say Jesus, which I thought was funny. That was funny. Or Moses. Or Moses. Which I felt like would have been a better answer than Jesus. Yeah. Personally, because he like split the water and was like part of the Red Sea. It's like, yeah, I could see him being a mutant. I always thought Apocalypse was the first mutant. No, he was not. He was an ancient mutant, but he wasn't the first. So the movie lied. Yeah. <laughs> it's because Neymar's not in the X Men universe in the movies. But still, they should make a Neymar movie. Like, uh, Neymar movie. Aren't they? Um, no, not to my knowledge. Probably Maybe we already have. Yeah, we already have it. We do. Maybe they'll put them in. Um, what's the new one coming out? Uh, Eternals. That one. Maybe they'll put them in that one. I can see them putting them in that. I think one. I want to look this up. Anyway, I swear Apocalypse was the first movie. It was not, man. Get over it. So, <laughs> Neymar, Neymar was the first mutant. Um, still ruling Atlantis. Yeah, so they're all the House of M is the House of Magnus, the House of Magneto. They're all rulers in their own right. Blah blah blah. Cool. Uh, yeah, Wolverine gets snatched up by Luke Cage and his team. Wolverine immediately is like, "Cage, why did you do this?" And he's like, "How do you know my name? I don't know you. Like, I mean, I know you, but how do you know me?" And Wolverine's just like. Dude, I know you. We were Avengers together. Like, come New on. New Avengers. Yeah, why does nobody... What's happening? Why is nobody remembering this stuff? And then we see Hawkeye, which is like a Shoot big him. shock because Hawkeye was just dead. The last Wolverine remembers... Yeah, it was a shock for me. Hawkeye was dead. Yeah, I didn't know I mean, he was dead really until after they said it. Um, but <laughs> one of the cool moments, as I was talking about seeing different characters together, we see Cloak from the team Cloak and Dagger is the one who grabs up Wolverine. And um, we see Hawkeye and, like, Cloak working together. And I just thought it was, it was a nice, cool panel of just the two of them together. And I, it was just really cool. Uh, but Hawkeye in this is just real fucking ruthless, man. He's no yeah. joke. And Wolverine has this tracker in him from S.H.I.E.L.D. And he's just like, we got to get this tracker out of his neck. And they're like, well, wait, wait, wait. And he's like, nah, if you're not, take it out or else I'm going to do it. And Wolverine's just like, we're still in the days. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, too late. Snap. And just shoots an arrow through, like, the base of his skull and just pulls, knocks this tracker out. And then Wolverine passes out from blood loss, of course. And then, like, 30 seconds later, he wakes back up. And yeah. they're all like, wait, what? Why Which is just... crazy to think, like, he shot him without knowing that he was going to get back up. He yeah. was just going to kill him. He was just going to kill him. He didn't care. And he said that. He was just like, I couldn't take a chance. Luke Cage was like, we need to talk to him first. He's like, I wasn't taking any more chances. Like, I'm sick of these mutants. So, uh, Hawkeye clearly has some kind of grudge against mutants in this comic book that they don't particularly explore. Well, I mean, he was killed but by mutants. He was, but he doesn't know that now. Maybe there's some, some residual anger from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's this little girl named Layla who apparently is a mutant, and she has the ability to, like, 
They do a terrible job of explaining it. But she, she can she's basically psychic, like but not psychic. Yeah, she's psychic but nice. She can like awaken people's subconscious thoughts or something like that, but she doesn't have a very strong psychic link. So when someone who is psychic links with her to then link with another person, it works much better that way. Right. Yeah. So we discover that she's shown Luke Cage his life before, which is why when Wolverine's saying all the things the way that they should be, Luke Cage is believing it because it matches exactly what this little girl was telling him. And they realize that he was married and has a kid. And now his yep. kid and his wife are not around. Them. Yeah. He also has braids now and he was yeah. bald before. So imagine that. Imagine being bald and waking up and you have braids down your shoulders. Pretty intense. I kind of want to I want to give the thing away that we haven't discovered yet in the summary. I want to give it away now cuz I have a question. Okay. So everybody's supposed to be happy. Right. The whole thing is that they everyone was given the thing that'll make them happy, their greatest desires. How is this what made Luke Cage happy? I don't know. I was wondering that one too. Has he always just wanted to be like an underground kingpin? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I'm Okay, I'm a I'm a He tr- wants this more than he wanted to be with uh, Jessica be a Jones family, yeah. And like have a daughter? I I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to tackle this. Luke Cage was at one point the leader of an Avengers team, the new Avengers, right? Right. Luke Cage went from being like his backstory is he went from being in prison, being imprisoned, being experimented on in prison, escaping from said prison, and then later being a hero for high going transitioning from a hero from higher to like an actual hero, then being the leader of an Avengers team. So maybe it's it's one of his desires to just be seen as a leader, not necessarily in a position of power, but just a leader to like make change and like fight for progress. Right. Right. So maybe it's not necessarily that he wanted this more than what he had, but if something was going to make him happy, it would be in a position of power fighting for some kind of change. And he was fighting for the humans. humans of the world to be equal to uh, the mutants. Well done. Makes sense. Yeah. I can get behind that. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> so, we discovered the girl, Luke Cage, and Wolverine are on the same page now. What are we going to do next? Well, we're going to go ahead and get Emma Frost. Yep, psychic ability. She can probably convince everybody else. Let's do it. So this is when they go and get Emma Frost. They go to her apartment, sneak in, all that fun stuff. This is <laughs> this is one of the things I like about this comic book. Every time they snap somebody out of it and they realize what happened, all of them are like, I'm going to kill him this time. Like, no, for real, I'm murdering <laughs> this dude. <laughs> so they all automatically blame Magneto. Yeah, they all believe it's Magneto's fault, that it was because of him. So they they do all have an idea that Wanda is the one who actually made this happen, but they believe that it was under the influence of Magneto that she did it. So right. they're all immediately just like, 
I'm killing this dude. I'm sick of it. This is it. I'm for real. She says it. She's like, no, I'm killing him for real this time. Like, I'm going to murder this dude. They wake up Spider-Man. He's the same way. He's like, no, I'm straight up. I'm killing him. I'm going to kill him, Wolverine. Like, Wolverine's like, if you get a chance, because I'm going to probably have done it already. So we'll see who gets to him first, basically. But I love how everybody wakes up and they're just immediately pissed. They're just like, fuck this dude. I'm killing him. Thought that was fun. Right. I was just saying that's that's cue the montage, right? Yeah, pretty much. Basically we're getting all the heroes together. They wake up Emma I'm Frost. Some they wake up Scott Summers. I also thought Doctor Strange was a surgeon. What do you mean? Like when he was a doctor. He was, but they switched it this time. He was a psychiatrist. So he didn't want to be a surgeon? I don't know. What made I think, him happy as being a psychiatrist? So here's the thing about Does Doctor Strange. Does it make any Strange. damn sense? Here's the thing about Doctor Strange. He didn't. I don't think he cared specifically what kind of doctor he was. He was just an arrogant guy who wanted to be seen as the best of whatever he did. So I think the form of doctor he took on didn't matter. All that mattered is that he proved that he could be a doctor, get a PhD, right? Something that someone is, believes they're smarter than everybody else would do. And then that he was going to be like the best doctor there was. And it, I mean, it kind of makes sense because if you look at like he's a narcissist right he like i said he believes he's better than everybody else so it makes sense that he would put himself in a role where all he does is listen to how fucked up everybody else is and just compares himself to those people okay you're on fire man i mean i'm doing what i can but phil like what they did to spider-man was a bit messed up it was fucked up man they really they, they really tackled him I mean, Uncle Ben was back. Uncle Ben and May was, was alive. alive and doing and well. May was alive. They brought Gwen Stacy back. He was married to married Gwen Stacy, and they had a kid. Man, MJ, none of that was real. Nowhere in the picture. It was a little sad. It was I sad. I liked MJ more than Gwen, to be honest with you. And then when they snapped them back, he saw Gwen Stacy dying like he did before. He saw Uncle Ben dying like he did before. He saw all the villains that he had created: the Lizard. Doc Ock, Green Goblin, like all of it. There's a huge panel of just Spider-Man stuff, the Kingpin. They're all there. And then all of that emotion just came flowing over him. He saw that he was once married to MJ. Now he's fucking married to Gwen Stacy. It's just he didn't know what to do. And that's why he was just like, yeah, you know what? Nah, they. I'm fucking killing him. There's no way I'm not killing this dude this time. Because I'm sick of it. And it's funny because when they came to, when Spider-Man was in the meeting on what they should do about Wanda, whether they should kill her or not, he was avidly against it. They're like, we need to put her down. He's like, she's not a dog. We can't just put her down. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to go kill our friend. Like, she was just fighting on the same team with us. Now it's just like 180. Now nah, I'm killing I'm killing him. Like, yep. I'm, I'm over it. Which is this was crazy to see Spider-Man say because you don't like he isn't kill. Right? Yeah, no, he like Wolverine gets to kill some people. But yeah, Spider-Man, no. Spider-Man would never even think about doing something like that. And not only that, it's it's we don't always see him that serious either. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's more of the goofy, quirky, like yeah, and... like comic relief character. But to see him in so much pain and anguish in this book, it was like dang. And again, I, I thought Spider-Man's moments in this in this comic were like really good. Um, 
So yeah, montage of people they they bring back. So they they wake up quite a few people. Um, Captain America is exempt because, and we, we knew this. Like Captain America wanted to live out his life the way it was meant to be lived out, not be frozen in the ice. He wanted to be with Peggy and all this other stuff. So he lived out his life, and he was an old man now. <clears throat> um, and then what happens next? So then, so then it's time. Go and hunt down Magneto. Yep, pretty much. You get the Hello Carrier. Mm-hmm. Emma Frost is putting a psychic block on everybody so they can't see who it really is. And she's sending the destination. And Scott is sent here like it's time to make a plan and nobody hold anything back. And then mm. they have a very interesting conversation, which I agree with. You want to say it? The, you talking about with Scott's, Scott's speech? No, I'm talking about uh, with... Uh, the Jessica person brings it up. What are they fighting for? They all got thrown to a situation where they were happy. Right. Okay. So I do like that. Before that, I like the speech Cyclops gave because he's like, hey, man, I've been leading the X-Men since I was a teenager. And like, I'm always on the side of we need to do what's right. And we need to fight with that in mind. But he's like, this time, look, Everybody put their morals and values aside because we can't lose this time. We have to win. And that means we need to do whatever is necessary to win. So don't hold back. We're fighting for keeps this time. And he's basically just like, if we got to kill everybody, we're killing everybody. There's no holding back this time. Like, all that other shit you've been feeling? Nope. We're heroes today, but we're heroes that'll do whatever it takes to fix this. And then, yeah, then we get um, it's Jessica Drew, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, maybe this is what this was supposed to be. Right. Maybe like they, they put us in a world where everybody gets what makes them happy. And we, we kind of knew that like, in terms of evolution, mutants were eventually going to become the dominant species. And maybe this is how that happens. Like how, you know, fucking the asteroid took out the dinosaurs. Like just maybe this is our asteroid. Like, and, and it just is what it is. Like what, what exactly are we fighting for? Everybody's happier. Like if we do, if we change everything back, we do to everybody else what was done to us before we realized it. This is a damn valid point. It is. And, and I'm kind of sitting here and I, I was struggling a bit to see what was really wrong. Was it the fact that humans aren't on top? Because they weren't like just killing humans. They weren't enslaving humans. It just mutants were taking over. Yeah. But they weren't like doing anything to humans. So what was the big problem? Yeah, see, I think it just comes down to that. Like people just angry that they changed their lives. That morality. They made you happy. Yeah, just the moral of it, right? The the idea that, like, life is supposed to be, it's supposed to just, like, no one should have that much power where they can completely alter a person's life. Like, the choices you make, the decisions you make, the mistakes you make, are all yours and for somebody to just take that away from you without your permission without your say so 
that's not right. It's not okay. I feel like I'm okay with it, man. <laughs> I mean, I really do. You just made you made like what you want life to be, and you made yourself happy. Like, why would you fight? And you know what? And I, I think they they somewhat brushed on this, but they didn't really get into it. That if she has this power, that she can do this. Like she was given this power for a reason, so she's not supposed to use it. Hmm. Yeah. Like maybe that's what she was destined to do. I know. I'm. I mean, when you look at it, yeah. I mean, it is a f- pretty good argument because. The biggest thing about it, it's not like the Thanos argument. You know what I mean? Like, he killed half the population of everything. Right. She, she didn't, didn't kill, kill anybody. anybody. But she just brought some people back. Yeah, she just changed things for seemingly the better. But, yeah, no, she didn't kill anyone. She didn't, to our knowledge, she didn't hurt anybody. She just made things better. Maybe she did some things that people don't necessarily like, but... Yeah, I mean, she didn't really harm anybody. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is a valid point. Yeah. Comics get deep, guys. Yeah. Read comics. There's a lot of goofy shit in comics, too. But they can. They, they can, can get, get some deep. Deep philosophy kind of thing. Yeah, man. For sure. Write us, for write sure. us in. I know we say this then, but let, let us know what you think. Does she do anything wrong, really? Yeah, that's a good question. Anyways. Cyclops still like, nah, fuck that. Mm-mm. Nope. Wolverine too. He's like, yeah. you don't regret saying that. And I was sitting there yeah, he did like, say that. He was like, you know, she's not. She's making a damn good yeah, point. You're gonna regret saying that shit out. You're gonna be so embarrassed you said that out loud. And then she says something else again. He's like, you're gonna be even more embarrassed that you said that out loud. And Cyclops just like, yeah, no, fuck what you're saying. We're going in there and we're doing what we gotta do to fix this shit. He's like, listen, I'm a much bigger character than you are. So basically, <laughs> yeah. You listen to me now. I bet in movies. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to me now and we're gonna take this dude out so they go see magneto they go pay a pay a visit to old maggie over there and um we get some panels of uh they're having like a like a party yep we get a we get storm coming we get victor von doom coming we get uh t'challa coming we get uh first name coming mm-hmm. um pictures are being taken we're seeing the whole house of m family and then bam Offense time. We got characters and top of characters fighting other characters. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Um, Emma and the little girl are looking for Charles Xavier. Found the grave, and then Cloak goes and be like, "This thing's empty. This is just, there's nothing. This is just this is decoration over here." Yep. Uh, and then we also get to see Doctor Strange going to the astral plane to go, and she talks to Wanda. And uh, one is there with the two kids. Just acting like nothing happened. Yep. A little crazy. She's just like... A little terrifying. She, like, knows, but she's just kind of like, no, I mean, yeah, I did it, but you're happy, right? Did I did I mess anything up? Yep. Just like, why are they still fighting? They shouldn't yeah. be fighting. They That's be basically what she said. She's just like, I did this so everybody would stop fighting, and now they're fighting again. So I don't understand what's wrong. Did I not make everybody happy? Because I'm pretty sure I gave everybody what they wanted. But yet, we're still fucking fighting. And then, uh, bam! Boom, Hawkeye! Out of nowhere. Just arrow to the back. How'd he even get there? Tries to kill her. And I don't know if he remembered that she killed him, or she just took everybody's word for it that she killed him. And he's just Not like... He remembered. 
you killed me, Wanda. And she's like, why would you do that? And he's like, you killed me. What do you mean? Why would I do it? You murdered me. We were teammates and I loved you. I would have died for you. He remembered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He did say that. He was like, I would have died for you. I would have killed for you. And you killed me. She's like, I loved you too. And that's why I brought you back. Shoots her with an arrow. And then bam. He makes, she makes Hawkeye disappear. Yeah, she makes everything. She's at, she's full force and like, just God mode. Yeah. Whatever she wants to happen, happens. She's just over it. Right? And um, big twist of the, it's not that big of a twist, but it's the twist of the book is that we find out that it wasn't Magneto that talked her into this or convinced her or coerced her into doing this. It was actually Quicksilver, Pedro, 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 Pedro. Um, he's the one who convinced her to do it. Like straight up was just like he told her they're coming to kill you. And she's like, I know. Don't be mad at me, but I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to fight them. Like if they're coming to kill me, if they feel like that's what's best, I'm going to let them kill me. She's even like, do you think I'm a coward for not like killing, killing myself? myself. Yeah. She's like, I know I should, but I just can't bring myself to do it. And this, that breaks his heart. He's just like, I don't want you to die. You're my sister. And, um, you know, he's just like, no, like, we got to get out of here. I'm not going to let them kill you. Like, the Avengers, they were our family, but you're my family. I can't let them kill you. This is what you should do, though. You should just give everybody what they want. Like, just give everybody what they want. Like, make the mutant, make mutants like the dominant species. Give everybody what they want and make us a family again. Like, dad took that away from us. We weren't a family like we were supposed to be. Make us a family and make everybody else happy. And that's, like, what she does, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, then Magneto finds out that Pietro did this and he's furious because he did this in his name and this is not what he wanted really is what he wanted so it didn't really make any sense like calm down Magneto but alright man <laughs> and then he goes and I did he kill him I'm pretty sure he killed him I, yeah I'm pretty sure too I don't feel like it was overly clear it wasn't but I'm pretty sure he killed him pretty sure he killed just him just like crushed him with a bunch of metal stuff right which sets Wanda off she's like I gave you everything you wanted like this was your dream and it's still not good enough weird kids we i made just a family and like you still go and you still do this and then she says the famous words god no more mutants no she whispers them she doesn't say it out loud she whispers to herself i'm sick of this shit not verbatim yeah i'm sick of this shit verbatim no more mutants and then boom another big flash and then we're back to we see spider-man waking up next to mary jane he seems miserable when he wakes up he too. does and again, another good Spider-Man moment. He is miserable when he wakes up because not only now does he remember he remember what their life was like before it changed, and then he remember what his life was like after it changed. So now he has all these conflicting thoughts and emotions about how he went from being married to Mary Jane, losing all these people, moving on, and now he went back to these people who he thought he lost, he got back. He had a child and everything. And now he's back to his regular reality. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? He even says, like, I, I, I'm probably going to scream. And he does. And he's just sitting in the room. And he's just like, this shit is terrible. This sucks. Yeah. Um, 
But then we flash through and we see some of the mutants have survived. It seems like the mutants that survived were the ones who were um, involved in the fight because we find out that Doctor Strange and Emma Frost put up like a combined magic psychic barrier to kind of like block Wanda's power. Um, but all the other mutants that were on Earth are all losing their mutant ability. I mean, they lost it. They weren't losing it. It's gone. Yeah. Um, all these news reports saying that it happened. and Iceman is no longer made of ice. He's just a regular dude. Yep. It's weird. He just walked out sweating, and he's just like, is it just is it me, or is it really hot in here? Which I thought was kind of yeah. funny. I was like, ah, that's clever. Um, and, yeah, they, so they come together. They have a meeting. All, half of the Avengers don't remember what happened. Some of them do. Luke Cage remembers. Spider-Man remembers. Um, Spider-Man yells at Doctor Strange and is just like, man, can you just, everything that happened, can you just remove it from my memories? Like, I just don't want it. He, like, even yells at him and, like, almost starts to threaten him, like, take it away. I'm Like, I don't want to deal with it. And then we see the X-Men go and hunt Magneto down, who's still alive, but he's lost his mutant ability. And they're like, where is she? And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, where's Charles? He's like, I don't know. And everything Where's Pedro? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And he's just like, well, we have no reason to keep you alive anymore. Like Wolverine says this. And they show up, and, of course, they're all pissed because all their friends and everything are no longer mutants, mutants who they used to be. And um, they can't do anything about it, pretty much. And then we see Wanda... In some just kind of like remote town, just at a market, at a like a farmer's market, buying fruit, all happy. And um, is it Hank Pym? Hank Pym. Yeah. He comes on and he's just like, we don't know how this happened, but it happened. But, you know, Isaac Newton said that the law is that for every um, action, there's a equal or opposite reaction and he's like we're just waiting to see what the reaction is going to be and then we see the earth and it looks like a chunk of it is missing but I don't know if that's just a shadow or what I thought that was the shadow there was that uh, I thought it was the phoenix force that was like that little fireball thing Mm. I don't know what comics that for this so yeah I'm not sure either to know what that was yeah but yeah, that, that's it. So left no on a bit of a cliff, cliffhanger there, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of thought, so, you know, my thoughts about this. Going into it, I thought, I knew this was the No More Mutants comic book. I thought that happened in the beginning of the series and not the ending of the series. Mm-hmm. So I thought this whole comic was about that and, like, how they can get the mutants back or whatever, and that's not what this is about. But it was still a very cool story to see, like, Wanda just change everything and then... You know, everybody kind of go through the struggle of, like, getting their memory back and working as a team to kind of, like, go and fix it, even though they didn't really fix it. Yeah. Just kind of create a new problem. <laughs> Pretty much. Man, that seems like a really common theme amongst heroes. Yeah. They always set out to fix a problem, and they just kind of end up creating a new one. Yeah. That's just maybe slightly not as bad. Definitely. A little less worse. I'd say overall I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good read. It's a good it makes me want to read the other other ones in the line to kind of understand it. Like, I definitely want to read uh, Disassembling Avengers, and I probably want to read the one after this. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I agree. I like Spider-Man a lot in this. 
Yeah, Spider-Man was good. We also, um, they set us up for Young Avengers, kind of, because we see Wanda's children that she creates. And in the Young Avengers, there's two kids in it, uh, Wiccan and um, I forget the speedster kid's name. But there's a speedster, and then there's like a like a witch, kind of like her, but a boy. And we see she has twin boys, and they're confused about whether or not they're actually her children, or like if the manifestation that she created, they're now a reality. Like it's all types of just weird. But those are really good books too. So maybe we'll dive into that next time. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be any similarities to this and the WandaVision? Um, I think we're going to see her reality-altering abilities, it seems like. Right. And I think that's why they're kind of going with this, like, they're doing, like, that whole kind of sitcom vibe, but it seems like we're jumping from different, Sitcoms like, eras. And and, yeah, so I think we're going to see more of her reality-altering ability. Also, we know Vision died, so he's... Yeah. But to be in this show, like, she's either, again, manipulating reality or, like, convincing herself that he is there and creating this, like, psychic manifestation of him, which, again, I mean, that would see her start to snap. I almost, I feel like what they're going to do with this story is we're going to see her slowly descend into, like, chaos within her own mind, kind of like in the comic book, right? Where she just kind of slowly loses it. And we know Kevin Feige announced that she's going to be in Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness. Right. So I'm what I'm thinking is that she's going to try to live all these different lives as if Vision never died or if she had kids. And that's her slowly snapping. And she ends up creating the multiverse. Or at least expanding it okay and then Doctor Strange his job is gonna be to like try to stop her like slow her down I don't think he's gonna be able to fix it I think it's gonna be more of a thing like hey she's descended into madness I gotta kinda bring her back but what she does then becomes permanent I think almost the same thing I don't know if I'm I would say she's going to create the multiverse. I think she's going to create different universes that will add to the multiverse. And she's going to start making things collide on each other. Yeah. And she is going to do this by morning vision and then trying to bring them back. And when she does that, she's probably going to try to create these different lives. And she's going to go nuts. I agree with all that. Yeah, man. Good stuff. All right, cool. You ready for the close call? Yes. Close call. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Is that what we're going with? Yep. Da, 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 that's, our, da, da. that's our close call music Bing. now. All right. Give it to us, Sean. You came up with this one. Please. All right. So the question is, this version of Wanda mm-hmm. from the comic book was very overpowered. Yes. If she was taken and put into the Infinity Endgame storyline, mm-hmm. is she powerful enough to fix things without Infinity Stones, just with her powers? Mm. See, I want to... My initial thought is I want to say yes. But then I have to think about the fact that 
Thanos not only changed, he didn't just wipe off half of Earth's population, but half of the entire galaxy. Right. I'm not a hundred percent there. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure if her powers could span that far. She is undoubtedly powerful, and she is has been able to manipulate reality itself. But whether or not there's a range on that ability, like I don't think we know that yet. Okay. Okay. So. So going no. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if she could on her own. I think if she had the Infinity Stone, you know, I think I don't even think it would take all of them. Like maybe if she just had the Space Stone, and she combined her powers with the Space Stone and used the Space Stone as a way to reach the entire galaxy, then maybe she could do that. Okay. But I don't think on her own she could reverse. Everything he had just did. Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty much on the same page as you are on this. I don't think she could do it across the whole galaxy. Maybe, maybe I mean, maybe she could. If I saw it in a comic book, I wouldn't argue with it. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I know. But I, I it seems like a stretch. I think there's an it? interesting dynamic with the two, right? Because a lot of there's a lot of theories of what happens when you disappeared from the Infinity Stones. Right. So did you, people say you, you went into like the soul stone or you went into like a limbo kind of area, right? Right. Or was there a completely different reality that was created? Right. Was there a second universe that was created that had all those people? I mean, we hear from fucking, you know, Peter Parker. He just says like everything went black and then I woke up like a second later. But if he never came back, would he just be living in that darkness? It's actually really sad to think about now. Yeah. I was wondering that uh, would Wanda be able to bring the same, like, literally them back? Or would it just be, like, different versions that she brings back? You know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't think, I think the ones that disappeared from the snap go to a place. And I don't think, I think she could bring other versions of them back. I see what you're saying. So kind of like how she did with Hawkeye. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, I can see that. I think she could do it for the Earth easily. I don't know if she could do the whole galaxy. I think she... Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think she could do it for the Earth. I mean, we saw this, and again, it, she gave everybody what they wanted. But we don't know how many people she actually brought back to life. I mean, we really only saw one. Because, again, we know for the the three people she, at least the three people she killed were Ant-Man Hawkeye and Vision she only brought back Hawkeye Ant-Man wasn't there false he was there I take that wait I don't know when Ant-Man died that's what I'm that's what I don't remember I I, I think she actually might have killed Scott Lang right Scott Lang's not in the comic at all just right. yeah I, I think she killed Scott Lang if I'm remembering correctly she killed Scott Lang but I'll fact check that later. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I think she could. Maybe not the whole universe. Definitely Earth. But I don't think, she, like I said, I don't think she would need all six Infinity Stones to correct the whole universe. I think she might only need one. And that would be enough. All right. 
think that's an episode. Yeah, I think so, man. All right, guys, you can reach us at Close Calls Pod. You can do it at uh, Gmail. You can do it on Instagram. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on Twitter. Yep. Let us know uh, what you thought of this comic book. Let us know if you want to give it a read. Let us know if you have something else we want us to review about it. Let us know if you're excited about uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. And as we've said before, when we uh, when we do these comic book episodes, man, I know that we just kind of spoiled everything for this comic. So you may go into it without like or knowing like the big twist or surprises. But it, I, I promise you, it's if it sounds interesting to you, it's still worth reading because we don't we took an eight yes. issue series and like really summarized it. And, like, there's still so many other little moments that you might enjoy or appreciate. And, yeah, it's still worth reading. If the story sounds interesting to you, I would still say good. Agreed. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.